Hello, and a warm welcome to my Asthma Spotlight podcast. I'm Dr. Mark Levy. I'm a family doctor with a special interest in asthma. My aim is to help people with asthma and also their caregivers to understand more about this disease and how to stay safe. I will share lots of information about asthma. However, I will not be able to answer any personal medical questions for which you should really consult your own doctor. The opinions I express in the Asthma Spotlight podcast are my own and they are not intended as and shall not be understood or construed as medical, health or professional advice of any kind. Please do see the disclaimer details in the podcast description. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. I got the idea for this episode of my Asthma Spotlight podcast during a conversation I had with a nurse. Now, this nurse is a trained and experienced asthma nurse, and her daughter has asthma. When her daughter saw her doctor as a teenager, her asthma was well controlled on an inhaled corticosteroid combined with a long-acting reliever inhaler. Her peak flow readings were good at the time, and she did not have any symptoms from her asthma when she consulted the doctor. So she requested another prescription of her inhaled corticosteroid inhaler. The doctor said that she'd probably grown out of her asthma and sent her for a spirometry test of her lung function. The test was normal, and so the doctor concluded that this teenager had grown out of her asthma and advised her to stop taking all of her asthma inhalers. Now, being a teenager, the girl accepted this advice because she didn't want to take medication that she didn't need to. However, it was against her mother's wishes because she knew that lung function can be normal when your asthma is well controlled. So her daughter was keen to stop the treatment and did what the doctor had told her to do. She was okay for a time, However, she came home from school about 10 days later with symptoms of an acute asthma attack that needed urgent treatment by the doctor and which was followed by a short course of cortisone tablets. So, some thoughts about this situation. There are a number of issues related to this story. 
Now, these include failure of many doctors and people with asthma to understand that asthma is a chronic long-term disease and that by definition, people with asthma have periods where they have no symptoms and at other times, they suffer a lot from their asthma. And that while many children who have asthma will stop having symptoms, sometimes forever, some do not grow out of it, and others might later relapse and suffer from their asthma when they become young adults. Now, I've been asked countless times by parents whether their child will grow out of their asthma or not. And the problem for doctors is that it's not easy to be sure if someone has grown out of their asthma, let alone if someone will grow out of their asthma. As I've said in previous episodes, asthma is a condition characterized by episodes of symptoms, episodes of abnormal lung function, and episodes of asthma attacks, which are sometimes very serious. So someone with asthma might be perfectly well for a period of time, so well in fact that they could perform physically at a very high level, even at an Olympic level, while at other times they may be so sick from an attack that they need treatment in an intensive care unit. And that's why when a doctor sees someone with asthma for a checkup, which is called an asthma review, many factors need to be taken into account and not to simply focus on how the person is on the day they consult. So if you see your doctor for a routine check of your asthma, it's really important to have a list of information that you should share with a doctor or trained asthma nurse so they can make an informed decision about your asthma care and in particular so they can decide whether you need to continue on the same dose of your medication or whether you need to reduce the dose or whether you can even consider stopping your inhaler. This is important especially if you're consulting somebody new and you haven't seen before who may not be familiar with your medical history. Now this list includes how your asthma has been in the past. For example, if you've ever had a severe asthma attack, that should be shared with your doctor, because even if you are well now, the fact that you've had a severe attack, and especially if this was a life-threatening attack, that puts you at risk of having another in the near future, and your treatment should never be stopped completely. You should also share information on how your symptoms have affected you in the few months before this appointment. Because even if you've had symptoms less than once a week, you could still be at risk of having an attack. And in addition, you should know your best peak flow reading, because you may see a new doctor who doesn't have your old records, and your reading on the day of your checkup can then be compared with your best one. And also, if you've been recording your peak flow on a chart, take the readings with you to this appointment. Have you had to wake up because of your asthma recently? That's another very important matter to share because waking up from asthma is a dangerous sign. Another useful piece of information to share with a doctor is whether you've been using your short-acting reliever. Now that's usually a blue one. How often have you had to use it? And also, has it helped your symptoms or not? And most importantly, do the symptoms come back within four hours of taking this reliever medication? 
point being that it should last for four hours, the effect should last for four hours, and if it's not, then you're running into trouble and heading for a severe attack. Now the main point here, demonstrated in the case of this teenager, is that asthma does go quiet sometimes, uh, it might be uh, apparently well controlled, and lung function tests as well as symptoms may be 100% normal at that time. However, she was fine because her preventer medication was doing the job. It was controlling her symptoms and her lung function. And with hindsight, the fact that she had an attack after stopping her inhalers, she should probably have been advised to either slowly reduce her dose while checking her symptoms and peak flow. Alternatively, she could have been advised to use the maintenance and reliever treatment called MART or anti-inflammatory treatment called AIR, A-I-R. Now I discussed this in a previous episode on preventive treatment and I'd suggest have a listen to that. In this way, she would not have been at such high risk of having an attack. The second lesson from this story of this teenager is that many children who have asthma stop having symptoms, sometimes forever, but some do not stop having their asthma symptoms and it continues festering away in the background until it flares up again. The problem is that it's very difficult to tell if someone's asthma is going to clear up and go away completely. And while there are some clues on which children may grow out of their disease, it's never possible to be sure that that will be the case in your child. So the research on asthma tells us about probabilities, i.e. without certainty, the possibilities that some children with asthma may grow out of it. For example, boys with asthma and children with milder asthma and children who have no allergies are more likely to grow out of their asthma. However, being a boy having mild asthma and having no allergies does not guarantee that your child will grow out of it. And that's the problem with probabilities. So if research says that about 7 in 10 boys in asthma will grow out of it, that means 3 out of 10 will not. And it's impossible to tell in advance which ones are going to grow out of it and who will not. So therefore, if you or your doctor think that your child's asthma has remitted or gone quiet or cleared up, the safest thing in my view would be to slowly reduce your treatment and see what happens. The best way to do this, in my view, is to keep a diary of your symptoms and your peak flow measurements and to follow your personal asthma self-management plan if your symptoms come back or if your peak flow readings are going up and down or dropping. I've always told parents and children who seem to have grown out of their asthma to remember forever that they had asthma in childhood and that this may come back in adulthood. So if you later start getting symptoms of asthma, to remind you that is coughing, wheezing, which is whistling noises coming from your chest, or shortness of breath, or if you're getting symptoms of allergic rhinitis, which is a runny nose or an itchy nose when exposed to pollens or substances that trigger symptoms, make sure you tell your doctor that you had asthma in childhood. The third point I want to discuss is that even if a child's asthma has apparently cleared up or remitted, it can come back again later. 
So today in this podcast, I'd like to focus on two kinds of asthma that can develop in adulthood. First, some people have so-called late-onset asthma, and this is usually in women in their 20s and 30s who've never had asthma before. But it could, of course, occur in other people, not just in, in these women of this age. And the second kind is where people who had asthma in childhood then develop asthma in adulthood. So the problem is that many of you may not remember that you had asthma in childhood or may have had symptoms in childhood that were not diagnosed as being due to asthma. So if you remember being prescribed an inhaler in childhood, you may have had asthma and may not have been told that that was what the doctor thought you had. So even if asthma symptoms in childhood go away, the underlying inflammation due to asthma, and therefore the possibility that it might flare up later if you're exposed to trigger factors, does still exist. An example where this happens is if you start a job where you're exposed to triggers that could spark off your asthma. These triggers could include uh, working with, uh, with fish or working with dusts or paints or strong-smelling glues. And this is occupational asthma or work-induced asthma where you've been exposed to something at work and become allergic with development of asthma or allergic rhinitis. This kind of asthma is really important because it's one of the few kinds of asthma that can be cured if you are removed from the environment that is causing your symptoms. So as soon as you recognize that you're having asthma symptoms or symptoms of allergic rhinitis, that's runny nose or itchy nose, go to your doctor, tell them that you had asthma in childhood and explain that you've just started a new job and you think you might have occupational or work-induced asthma. It's important because if this is treated quickly, you might be able to avoid developing full-blown asthma. So even if a child does seem to grow out of their asthma, the underlying tendency to flare up again later may persist, and you may need asthma treatment again later in life. So I hope I've made it clear from the example of this teenager's story, whose well-controlled asthma relapsed within a few weeks of her doctor stopping all of her inhalers, that great care needs to be taken when stopping treatment for asthma. This disease is normally a chronic ongoing disease that flares up from time to time, that may go quiet for a long period of time, <clears throat> but may flare up. The problem being that it's very difficult and in my experience often impossible to tell who's going to grow out of their asthma completely. And furthermore, even if someone is well controlled, the disease may still be festering away in the background, waiting to flare up later and take you by surprise if you're exposed to a trigger that could spark off your asthma. So in summary, the key messages from today's podcast are as follows. Children may grow out of their asthma, however, they may not. It's very difficult and possibly impossible to tell in advance who will grow out of their asthma. If your asthma is well controlled and your doctor suggests you may have grown out of it and advises you to stop your inhalers, in my view, 
it's important to keep a close watch on your symptoms to see if it comes back. The symptoms of asthma being coughing, wheezing and shortness of breath. If your child seems to have grown out of their asthma, it is worth, worth discussing with your doctor whether treatment could be slowly reduced rather than stopping it suddenly. Ideally, while checking your peak flow and symptoms while reducing the dose. Now, if your symptoms do come back, check your peak flow while waiting to get an appointment for a checkup with your doctor. And if your symptoms are bad, or if your peak flow has dropped down significantly, organize an urgent appointment with your doctor or go directly to an emergency department. And the final key message today is if you have had asthma in childhood and you then start getting symptoms of asthma or allergic rhinitis in adulthood, your asthma may have returned and it's important to see your doctor to discuss restarting your asthma treatment. 